Welcome to the Let's Talk Details podcast. I'm Claire, and I'm a Southern California wedding planner. And I'm Bree, and I'm a digital marketing and branding strategist. And we are two entrepreneurs with wildly different backgrounds with one common purpose, to embolden and educate you to take your wedding business to the next level. Each week, we show up to provide you with effective online marketing strategies, either through our personal stories or through the experiences of our incredible guests. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Details podcast. Today is going to be a special episode. It's a little different than normal, which I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to have so much fun with it. Listening, I don't know what you do when you listen to podcasts, but we have a very special guest that I think you probably know about and you've definitely been asking about. And so I was like, let's just bring her on and have a chit chat because I think you maybe miss her a little bit in your life. That person is Abby. Abby, welcome. Thank you. Um, If somebody doesn't know who you are, can you tell them? Just you meet them in the street. How are you affiliated with Grit and Grace? You know, give them, give them the tea on who you are. And then, yeah, I think that's probably a good place to go. Okay. Hi. So honored to be here. (laughs) So happy Um, to have you. I am obviously a Let's Talk Details fan. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> that's what I could tell them, but I have done weddings with Great and Grace mm-hmm. for many many years, many and years with Claire for so yeah. many years, and it's so much fun, and yeah. I am so lucky to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to have you. <laughs> I feel like people always ask how we met, and I don't mm-hmm. know if we've ever like publicly addressed it, not because no. it's a secret, but people always ask, mm-hmm. and so. Do you want to take it away and tell the people how we met? And then I'll yeah. Leave. Yeah. So whenever I met Claire, we were both working at Anthropology. Oh, we oh. love Anthro. We and do. It was kind of funny. I I had been telling people I was going to school. I wanted to be a wedding planner, and people were like, "Oh, you got to meet Claire. She's starting her own business, and she's amazing at wedding planning." And we never worked any shifts together. Never. And I was like, who is this random person they keep telling me about? Who's <laughs> Claire? And then one day I finally met her. I think you were printing something out in the office and I what? ran in and I was like, hi, um, I'm Abby. Can I can I help you with weddings, please? Mm-hmm. It was very random. And yeah. I might have caught you off guard. You're like, yeah, you sure. You Let, definitely did. Let's, let's email about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's professional. <laughs> I have to email her. <laughs> so... And I emailed you and here we are. Here we are, (laughs) years later. I think the reason it truly caught me off guard is because I was so early on. I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, I like knew as much as you can know, but I didn't really know. So I was like, I don't even, what do you do with somebody who wants to help you? I don't know. (laughs) But yep, that's how we started. Mm -hmm. And then just evolved. It's been years now. Mm-hmm. It's been years and she's, she's a legend. And so that's how we met. And uh-huh. I feel like, I don't know if there's anything else to that story aside from. No. Yeah. What's been like, okay. What's been a favorite wedding memory that you've had? A favorite okay. wedding memory. Cause it's been years. We I have, know. I, I feel like anytime I travel, we travel, we've traveled a lot together mm-hmm. because of weddings, but I feel like there's so many places that I drive to and I'm like, oh, Abby and I have been here. And I always think like, oh my gosh, remember that one time? Yes. And yeah, it's just because we've been so many places. We have. We've been all over <laughs> California. <laughs> we have. I totally know what you mean. But my my favorite wedding moment, like that mm-hmm. just that just instantly hits wow. me. That's fast. Yeah. Amazing. I it was about a year ago. About a year. Do you know? Do you know whose wedding? Yeah, it has to be. It was. Oh my gosh! It's in four days. Wow! Yes, yeah. in Palm Springs. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. It was. It rained. It rained. Which was we were like, of course, in November, it's raining, but it was like a little kind of fairy tale. It, it was beautiful, was. and we got clear umbrellas. We did. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you. He <laughs> helped us <laughs> obtain those umbrellas. We were like literally every Target in the area. We were like. Where are the plastic umbrellas? And yep. when I say we, I mostly mean Abby. You were taking on the lead. I was I was doing something else. I'm not totally sure. But well, when it rains, you mm-hmm. got it. There's a lot to rearrange. Yes. So it really and it was like an all outdoor venue, but that was that was really, really magical. Yeah. What oh now I'm just going down a 
What do you feel like is one of the we should I should also say today we're talking about <laughs> wedding <laughs> drama and disasters and we're going to read some of the submissions and then give little bits of advice just because we get these in our DMs all the time and I'm literally so so honored by it but I don't always have the energy or capacity to give you the answer that you mm-hmm. deserve probably. Mm-hmm. So I figured Abby would be the perfect person to answer these questions with. Um, (laughs) But what do you feel like has been one of the most challenging things? I mean, I think something that we have to do that maybe other vendors don't see this side as much is kind of dealing with the whole family dynamic. And, (laughs) you know, just navigating who – what family member is in charge of what? Right. And if they want to help, yeah. how can we how can we allow them to help in like a joyful way? Yeah. And what tasks can we give them? And how can everyone get along and just make it come together in a seamless way? Right. I think that's something that's challenging that mm-hmm. you don't see on the pretty I pictures yes. on Instagram or like people don't talk about. Yeah. No, I like, totally agree. I feel like I, ju- I posted a TikTok not that long ago about – how this this was like felt risky but like the the reason that I would cry get most upset on wedding day is because of the way people talk to us which goes along with that Mm -hmm. like people do not see that and most of the time like people even like the bride or groom or like close family don't see it because if somebody's talking really negatively to us or is like treating us like the scum of the earth, it's usually (laughs) just between them and us. Yeah. Right. And we're not going to be like savage and like go around and say it. But I feel like at most weddings, well, first of all, you just respond with kindness. But second of all, I feel like you got it more than I did. I think, I feel like we would get in the car or like drive away and call each other on the phone and it would be like, oh my gosh, they said what to you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like you got it more than I did. People, I think sometimes would just come up to me and just, you know, it's stressful. They just, they just release emotions and words. And like you said, you just, (laughs) just respond with kindness and I don't know, tell kind of distract them. Like, okay, I'll handle that. Why don't you get out on the dance floor? Okay, great. Let's go eat dinner. (laughs) Something like just, I will handle it. Like go enjoy yourself. You don't need to have any stress. That's like what we're here for. Totally. Yeah. I also feel like you're a magnet. People love to talk to you. (laughs) Literally. Like I, it's amazing. (laughs) There, there was one wedding. Do you remember that wedding where there was a guest? This guest will definitely not remember this because she had had a lot to drink, which was totally fine. (laughs) We were in the upper part of that venue. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was in an earlier month this year mm-hmm. and and she was convinced we were not getting paid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And yeah. for I don't even know how long you stood there. Mind you, it is like eleven or midnight. It was yeah, late. It was a later there was a party after there the was wedding a, that yeah. we were at. And she was just convinced. And how long did she talk to you for? And I feel like was spilling all the most random details of her life. Yeah, she Correct? was. Yeah. We became um, very close. <laughs> she she came up to me throughout the whole night just yeah. thanking me, asking me how much I was getting paid, awesome. telling me, which of course I, I'm not sure. I didn't tell her, but right. she was just like, but Abby I was want, getting paid. I, yeah, I wasn't doing it for free. And she just was like, I want to give you the world. I want to give you so much <laughs> that you just walk out of here so happy. And yeah, she she gathered money, dollar bills from people. She she walked around the wedding and asked if anyone had dollar. So she she handed me a two handfuls of crumpled dollar bills. <laughs> Even there were some twenties in there. And I was like, no, 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 I cannot no. accept this. But she followed me around all night, like she trying did. to give me these crumpled bills. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is that like the so most funny, the most you moment of my life where people just cannot stop talking to you and they just like really want to give you the world. That was perfect. And I was off there standing in the corner, like really. I think we had had a wedding the day before mm-hmm. and I was, I was <laughs> like, was a lot. Abby, you take that one. <laughs> but um, anyways, that was super fun. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, 
I think I think maybe we just jump into these and see and see what the people are bringing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're going to be kept anonymous mm-hmm. and all of that fun stuff. So let's what is let's get into it. But first, I want to ask you, what would be like your worst nightmare to happen on wedding day? Like, what do you have legitimate nightmares about happening? Not mm. not necessarily your wedding day, oh. but like anybody's yeah, yeah. wedding no, day. No, no, no. Like anyone's wedding day. Um, I think I have nightmares about like forgetting or like like sleeping in. And then like someone calls me <laughs> and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, oh. And it's yeah. like two hours away or something yeah. and I have to drive. Yeah. Like being not, – not being on time. Yeah. That, that freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. But no. I don't know. I always have nightmares about like – just completely forgetting a whole part of the wedding. Yeah. Like forgetting to like, I don't know, like book a florist, which would never happen. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, that is what I have. Or like the rings not being in the right person's hands during Mm -hmm. ceremony. Oh my gosh. Those moments (laughs) give me so much anxiety. I know in reality they don't, they do matter, but I sometimes feel like the wedding details mm-hmm. way more heavily on us than they do on the couple. Like yeah. I sometimes feel like yeah. we get to wedding day and I'm like, I think I maybe care about the little details more. And it's not because the couple doesn't care. It's just mm-hmm. because we are like so deep in it. Yeah. You know? And we see it all the time. We like do. it's it's the things that we go through every single day. Yeah. So I think the couples, a lot of the time, yeah. they just want to have fun and be with their people. But we're like, oh no, is that fork off on the wrong side <laughs> on that table, like something like that. Yeah. that that's more our concern than yeah. theirs. I think. No, that is that is true. Yeah, I have lots of nightmares about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Just like really cannot sleep at night. Oh, great. Okay, so first we're gonna get into a little bit of the drama and just answering the things that you've submitted. I ask questions on our grit and grace, Instagram grit and grace events co when we do podcast stuff. So if you're listening and you want to be part of a podcast or like have your story submitted, be sure to be following us there. But anyways, so the first one, I'll read it. And yeah, there's a lot of like heavy hitting ones here. And we, mm-hmm. we didn't really read them in advance. Abby less than me for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give our honest reactions. But the first one is telling someone they will be invited and then changing your mind. Invitations have not been sent yet. So I'm like imagining you're building your guest list. Mm-hmm. You run into somebody yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, girl, you're super. Like, I feel like when you're not engaged, you can like joke about like, oh, you'll be at my wedding or yeah. like, oh, you'll be at my wedding party. Yeah. But then you get engaged and it's like very real. Yeah. So I'm imagining that it's like you run into them or you tell them. And then as you're actually writing invitations, you're like, oh, no, like I'm not actually inviting you. Uh-huh. That's what I'm thinking. What would you do in that situation? I think, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's like it's your wedding mm-hmm. and whoever True. you, your best people that you want there, that's who you invite. And yeah. I don't know. If you've told this person many, many times, oh, yeah. you're at my wedding. Uh, that's I don't know sticky. maybe why like maybe they should be at your wedding maybe deep down you want them there <laughs> keep telling them <laughs> are you but, suggesting something or maybe you're you're scared of a little confrontation mm. I get that but at the end of the day it's your money your dollar True. whoever you want there is I think that's your choice yeah I also think I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, you do what you what you do. You do what you want to do and invite <laughs> who you want to invite. I also think a really good if they ask about it or if you feel the need to address it, mm-hmm. if it feels like you've like you're saying, if you've told them a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you can also always say, like, oh, we've had to make some Cut. decisions based yeah. off of our budget or mm-hmm. our venue. COVID was a the perfect best. excuse for literally anything. So if the invites haven't been sent out yet, I just feel like if it comes up, you can say we've had to make some like other decisions. Mm-hmm. I think it could get sticky if like you, this is horrible, but you know how like there's kind of like tiers of friends in your life. Mm-hmm. You have your immediate mm-hmm. and then like some whatever. I'm like, it would get tough if you were inviting people that were the same level of friend yeah. as that person, just not inviting them. So but I think you can still say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of getting married is you can always use we. Mm-hmm. Like we thought about it. It's not just a you decision. Mm-hmm. So you have someone on your team. You do. You don't have to go at it alone. Yes. I agree. Up next, I have 
a maid and man of honor. How do I evenly balance the duties I assign them? Mm. I like that. What'd you um, say? I think that you should like see what skills each person has. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe one of them is super organized right. and awesome. And one of them is like really um, fun and like gathers people well, like brings the party. So maybe you could like, oh, like sit them both down and be like, I, I chose both of you for a reason. I'm going to give you guys different right. tasks. You're going to do, you're going to book this and make sure mm -hmm. that this happens because you're really organized and you're really fun. So I'm going to make sure <laughs> that you make sure that everyone comes and yeah. bring the decorations for the bachelorette mm -hmm. or whatever, that yeah. kind of thing. I think that's good. I feel like the top responsibilities of a maid or a man of honor, I feel more out of the loop about this part of it, even mm -hmm. though I have been a maid of honor because I like, we don't see that stuff as much, but mm -hmm. it's like planning the bridal shower, planning the bachelorette, like basically leading the bridal party. Mm -hmm. So like supporting the bride and like making sure everybody buys their dresses yeah. on time. And like, especially cause like I was in a wedding this summer and I didn't, I, it was in the middle of the summer. I should have known. And I didn't buy my dress. I didn't buy my dress early enough. And like, this was months before the wedding and I had to pick a whole new dress because it was like, oh. it was the delivery. Yeah. It was insane. Anyways, be sure you're buying your dresses, but <laughs> I think it's like really just coming alongside and supporting the bride. So maybe mm -hmm. like mapping out those things that need to get done and figure out whose strengths are what. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I also feel like just generally over communicating is so valuable mm -hmm. because in the land of weddings, expectations are the name of the game. Everybody, everybody and their mother has an expectation for your wedding. Mm -hmm. And that's where disappointment comes in. I feel like is somebody's expecting you to do this, but you don't want to do it or what, you know, like yeah. your man of honor might expect to do one thing and your maid of honor might expect to do another thing. I just mm -hmm. feel like you got to over communicate. Yeah. It's just be hard. Honest. Just it's hard. If you chose them, they're obviously two very important people yeah. in your life. So just be honest and just let them know. Like, they're special for different reasons. And yeah. give them something for that. Especially if they get along. Yeah. They get along. That's the, that's the hope. <laughs> yeah. If they get along and you trust them, just trust them. Like, mm -hmm. let them do it. Anyways, I hope that answered the question. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the next one is, what do I do when you are a maid of honor trying to plan a bridal shower and batch things? But none of the bridal party wants to participate. Girl, it's been sucky with this bridal party. Oh, that oh. is okay. I Makes see that one sad. come through on like TikTok or DMs or comments mm -hmm. all the time what? where bridal parties just drag their feet. Oh, that's what would you do? That's so hard. It's and sad. It, it actually surprises me a little bit just because since COVID, right. everyone is wanting to go out and do things. And that surprises me that people are you know, kind of not in that spirit, yeah. but, oh, so she's the maid of honor. Yeah. I think that she should try to get the, the dudes involved, like Ooh. grab the, the best man. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, need yeah. to team up and kind of have a powwow and be like, how can we get all our people to like unite yeah. and maybe try to make the guys bring the girls up like oh yeah. let's guys let's do this you know if if half of the bridal party's down let's get the other yeah. half and let's have them motivate yeah entice more entice the women with men <laughs> no 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 just sometimes just more it works support. sometimes it works yeah, okay maybe. on that same side note i hadn't thought about doing that but i do think that's a good idea the amount of times that i have watched like the, do you know what I'm talking about? The progress, mm -hmm. I haven't even said it. And I'm like, you got it? <laughs> no. The progression, like from, from rehearsal mm -hmm. all the way through the end of the wedding, which yeah. is like a full 24 hours. Yeah. People meet, like wedding party participants, like mm -hmm. a bridesmaids and a groomsman, meet at the rehearsal. You can tell there's like a little bit of something. And then by the end of the night on the dance floor, they're usually kissing. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I kind of <laughs> thought that's what you were going to say. Yeah. Like, they meet and then they're like, oh. Match made easy. We're walking yes. down the aisle together. We have to spend the whole night together. Yes. It's yes. a perfect setup. Walking down the aisle truly with somebody like it's the perfect, like easy get wow. to know you situation. Amazing. There was one couple at one of our first weddings that I remember. Well, I'll be honest. I saw the guy walk into the wedding and I was like, wow, he's cute. And I was like, okay, I don't ever pull any stunts on wedding day. Don't, don't get, don't get, <laughs> don't, don't get it twisted. But he, I saw him and this girl talking and I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. By the end of the night, I was, they were kissing on the dance floor and they're yep. getting married. <gasps> I literally saw it the oh other day. My and I was gosh. Like, oh my gosh. 
you witnessed so that. cute. Wow. There's been a few like that. I feel always so honored by it. But That's really cool. I think, to circle back to the bridal party question, I feel like what might be necessary is having like one-on-one conversations with everybody involved Mm -hmm. because group stuff is hard. Like Mm -hmm. it's really easy in a group chat to like just not respond and like be fine. So I feel like talk to them individually. I'm so sorry that that's happening though. Yeah. Like so frustrating and maybe find the the ones that you're closest with, you know, and like tell them how you're feeling. Maybe you're a little frustrated that you're not able to make things as special for your friend, the bride and like try to get them to see your side and mm-hmm. that will kind of motivate them to move and grab the other girls. Okay. Let's these girls, maybe you don't know them as much. Let's, let's tell them how we're feeling. Cause now there's maybe more of you that are on yeah. that same feeling. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think that's, I think that's good. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. Okay. Um, okay. Next one is I don't want to invite my whole family. So maybe I should just elope. Awesome. <laughs> you should. Great. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I it's really hard. Like like I was saying before, I think that's the the toughest part of weddings mm-hmm. or the fi- the family dynamics that come out. And I think back to back to what I was saying earlier, it's your money. Whoever you want to come, mm-hmm. who should come? I know that's way easier said than done. Yeah, I know that of us are married people. Yeah. I can't wait for whenever <laughs> you or I get married and oh, we yeah. can like circle back to this conversation and be like, yeah, we were just like naive girls who had just no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, I that's really difficult. Yeah. If you if eloping is something that you're mm-hmm. serious about, that's totally awesome. You can do that. And maybe if family yeah. gets hurt, maybe you can just have like a casual little dinner. Or something with them. Yeah, that um, is true. Like go to a nice dinner. Yeah. I feel like it's really common in the last few months of planning to hear mm-hmm. couples that are like, I should have just eloped. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly. But yeah. I would say to this question, like, honestly, you do you. I do feel like you have to think – a lot of people don't enjoy the planning. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't enjoy the planning of wedding, which is, like, why we have our jobs. Yeah. But I am, like, when you think about, like, have you always dreamt? Like, I don't know if this sweet girl has, like, dreamt about her wedding forever. Like, like, don't just let potential family drama stump you from something that you've wanted for a long time. So I'm, like, maybe – like power with your partner and see like, okay, how are we going to manage this? What's our language going to be? What are we going to say? Like just mm-hmm. at the end of the day, just whatever mm-hmm. deal with it. But if you've like always wanted a wedding or you always have envisioned like being on the dance floor at the end of the night or like being in the white dress, like I don't want you to like lose those dreams mm-hmm. just because of this. Yeah. But if you've not dreamt of that and you're totally legitimately fine with eloping, do it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, people – it's so always hard. shocking to me how opinionated people get for somebody else's wedding. Yeah, it's like, like this has nothing – I mean, it has to do with you because you're related, but it's mm-hmm. not your life. No. like, And like there's – I've seen like a lot of family drama and stuff, and I'm like, all you have to – just like please suck it up for one day. Yeah. It's all it's so, about maturity. It, like oh, be honestly. mature for your – daughter, cousin, niece, yeah. whatever. And let them have a good day. Like be Honestly. selfless and gift them that for their wedding. Like Honestly. the peaceful day. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Okay. The next one I'm going to answer is, can you ask friends who are not in your wedding two-person party? I think she means two-person wedding party to get ready with you. So like in the morning you're getting ready and you want more than just your few people. What do yeah. you think? I think, I think yeah. that's fine. I think that's kind of like the thing where – you know, if you want to have more friends than that are in your bridal party at your bachelorette, invite them. Like, mm-hmm. or if you're doing a, you don't have to exclusively be with just your bridal party. Right. I think that's totally fine. As yeah. long as your friends feel okay with that. If they're not like, oh, am I going to ruin the dynamic? I think that's fine. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I think the same goes, yeah, for bridal, bachelorette. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, just invite the people you want to invite. It's yeah. Totally fine. The next one is... Parents are Jehovah's Witness and we are Christian. 
having to cut so much to honor them? It's not really a question, but we have seen weddings where like religion or mm-hmm. culture differs significantly. Yeah, we definitely have. And how to manage that. I don't know. Do you have any initial thoughts on that? Um, I think just based off of the weddings that we have seen where there are different religions and cultures, mm-hmm. a lot of the time there's a compromise that happens. Yeah, I don't agree. think – I think because it's your wedding, this and this is just, you know, I know, like I said, easier said than done. But I think it really should be about you and your person mm-hmm. and that you're – you should find a middle ground with your family to honor them and mm-hmm. like to honor whatever needs to be done, but also mm-hmm. to honor what you and your new person are going to move forward and your traditions and your beliefs yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. We actually just had a wedding recently where they did this, where the bride's family was like culturally one thing, but like religiously didn't affiliate with it as much from what I could tell. And so there was like little elements ingrained in it, but like there, they had some of the traditions of the culture, but like their ceremony was not religious or like didn't carry the traditions of the culture in their specific ceremony. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like they were able to like pick the things that they wanted and move forward with those. Yeah. I think compromise, as long as you want to honor them, like it sounds like you do. So But also make sure, like, you are incorporating things that are good for you. Yes. That you want and like and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. My parents have been kind enough to foot the bill, but my mom holds it over my head constantly. She expects to be involved in all decisions, often making me second-guess my gut decisions. Sometimes it can feel like I'm planning her dream day. So what do you do? (laughs) Well, um, first of all, it's it's a bummer, but this is actually like pretty common. So common. That a bride's mom or, you know, someone is just feeling like, oh, I contributed to the I, I'm helping pay for whatever or I'm paying for everything. So you owe me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a you owe me mentality, which is not which is sad. And that's not that's not how you should feel in right. the wedding planning process. You shouldn't feel like, oh, like I wish I could do this, but because of someone paying for something, I'll I'll do what they want to mm-hmm. do. I think that maybe you could have a conversation and be like, I'm I appreciate you like paying for this, whatever it is. Yeah. But this is what I want mm-hmm. and it's my wedding yeah. at the end of the day. And I know. This is just what I want to happen. Yeah. Yeah, confrontation is hard. <laughs> so hard, especially with like your your mom yeah. or like someone you're close to. Oh, totally. You don't want to offend them. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is it's hard. I think you have every right to tell her how you feel. Yes. She, I'm curious if she's aware of it and I'm curious like but also Yeah, it's just I think communication. I think it goes back to communication if you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like confrontation is hard. But so hard having open communication opens the door for a lot of better stuff. I don't yeah. know. You also like kind of got to pick your battles. Yes. That feels like a big part of wedding planning is like if you have a mom or an aunt or like somebody involved mm-hmm. that is very opinionated and kind of can trailblaze over you, you have to pick your battles. Like yeah. we've seen that before with other brides and they end up loving their day because to them it's not worth the drama. Yes. So I'm so like true. pick your things that are really important to you. Mm-hmm. It's just as unfortunate. That's yeah. what it feels like. Or it's yeah. like, oh, it's a bummer. But yeah. yeah, choose like Claire said. Choose like maybe there's a few things that you're mm-hmm. really specifically yeah. like. This is the root of it, or this is like what I'm most frustrated with. Like, can you just give us some space? Totally. to choose our own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay. The next one is we're going to get into the drama in just a second. Mm-hmm. But the next one is my boyfriend and I will likely get married soon after engagement with something small and then a year later do a celebration of marriage, ceremony and reception. So basically like a micro courthouse wedding mm-hmm. 
or something like that, and then do something bigger later. Can you explain to me what occurs at one of these? How is it different from an actual wedding? Can we still do pre-marriage parties before actual marriage? Mm-hmm. Any tips or advice for doing something like that? So she, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Well, I think that we actually saw this a lot. <laughs> recently. We did actually. With yeah. COVID, Claire and I actually saw so many teeny little celebrations yeah. with, you know, just a couple friends or yeah. whatever. And then we we also did weddings where the couple, this is maybe more common. We did weddings where the couple had already gotten married yeah. in court or elope, whatever you yeah. want to do. And then you have your wedding and yeah. it can it can really be whatever you want. Like we saw some that I think looked really similar to a typical wedding. Sure. And then some were more maybe like she's saying like like just a celebration, like a party, more reception mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. That weren't as elaborate or like yeah. detailed as an actual wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I totally hear. I yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse yeah, me while yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. say the same thing 17 times. I feel like for the small one, you end up just yeah, you just end up doing like a ceremony. Yeah. Like you do your thing and then you go out to a nice dinner. I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot. Or like and like for flowers, for those types of things, like if you're getting married in the courthouse, you could get a bouquet if you mm-hmm. wanted. And a little boutonniere. And a little boutonniere. Or like we have done smaller weddings where it's literally just like seven people mm-hmm. and we still did like a ceremony installation moment. Yeah. And like little like we see for those small ones, you really get to pick and choose what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So like we've had them where it's just the just like get married and like go to dinner or whatever. But we've also seen them where it's like there's more flowers at the ceremony moment. And then like they wanted to do cake cutting and first dance or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like they chose to do that. Yeah. So I think for that you get to choose. Also depends where you're doing it. Like are you doing Mm -hmm. it in a backyard? You have a lot more freedom and flexibility. But when it's smaller, you really – it's almost like you have less opinions. And so you get to choose all that you want to do instead of just like doing what you feel like you have to do. But in terms of like pre-wedding festivities, like bridal shower, bachelorette, whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like when you do – if you're getting married really quickly after engagement, you might not have time to do those things. Yeah. And so I feel like in an effort for you to enjoy them, put them before your actual wedding. So if like let's say you get married or you get engaged like this December, which – hello, engagement season. Which if you're <laughs> getting engaged this holiday season, we have something really – that we've never done before. I always say that coming up early next year that I've gotten asked a lot of questions about. So just keep your ears and eyes peeled. We're actually going to announce it in a couple weeks. So anywho, but you get engaged this December, you actually get married in the courthouse in January. And then next December, you actually get married. I just feel like you would enjoy it so much more if you Mm -hmm. did like, okay, your bridal shower in May and then your bachelorette in August or something. Yeah, Stressful. When you, you have a lot going on. If you're on. doing your little wedding, you can litter, you can choose whatever you want. And yeah. like, just let that moment be about you and your person if you're going to do a tiny yeah. one. Because I think whenever you actually add in the traditional elements, then it becomes less like a small ceremony and more like a yeah. just a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay. I'm going to read the next one um, and cut it down. So. Okay, so it's not going to read the whole thing just to protect this person's privacy, but it comes down to like, have you basically, how do you deal with bad blood between wedding parties and like what is appropriate as the person who has bad blood with somebody to like communicate it with the photographer and wedding planner? So, like if you're in the wedding party and you have bad blood or like a legitimate reason to not want to be near or around somebody who has like harmed you or like mm-hmm. been just nasty to you, I feel like it's really normal for that yeah. to be something that you say to a photographer or wedding planner. Yeah, we we ask that before we every do. wedding. We We're do. like, is there any family, friendship, any sort of dynamic that we need to know about that we can just kind of monitor and just yes. let the photographers be aware of and oh, we don't we don't want those two to take solo picture together. Right. We don't want them like, don't force them. Don't call them in together. The photographers, like you said, I think that they know how to handle this pretty well, but I think it's definitely something that you just have to make sure like wedding planner photographer are aware of. 
Great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I think that's super valuable. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what we see most often is I hear communication about this person coming to the wedding drinks a lot and we don't want them mm-hmm. to get plastered. Yes. That's usually what we hear. So then that's helpful for us to know because then we can tell the bartenders and help monitor that. Yeah. So we're like not a security guard, but no. we end up being the knower of a lot of things like yes. that. So hello. Looking for advice on how to choose narrow down bridesmaids and how many bridesmaids are appropriate for a 225 person wedding and how to narrow down a guest <laughs> list. So that's like yeah. a two-parter. Same thing I've been saying. Your wedding, yeah. your day, do what you want. But True. of course, 225 person wedding. That's a lot of people. So maybe you want to have a larger bridal party, but that I just have seen so many situations where oh, this small wedding, there are 14 bridesmaids mm-hmm. and 14 groomsmen up there. Or, oh, this 200 person, they don't even have a bridal party. It's just them up there. Um, so it really depends on, I don't think you have to choose a specific, oh, because of my guest list, I'm going to choose this many. I think just kind of think of your closest friends right. and maybe you're like, oh, there's only four of them. But I could potentially add two more and my fiance could add two more. Sure. Let's add let's add two more on sure. both of our sides since it's so big. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily think wedding party has to correlate with the number. No. I wouldn't do for your own sanity, I wouldn't do more than like 10 or 12. No. It's kind of a lot. But <laughs> but I honestly you can do whatever you want, depending yeah. on like, yeah. So I'll yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Guest list is hard. Mm-hmm. You know what actually cuts down guest list better than anything else? Budget. Yep. <laughs> Just like you said earlier, it's the easiest thing to like blame. They're sure. like, oh, we just cannot afford to have totally you at our wedding. Well, you probably, I mean, don't say maybe it. you can afford 400 people at your wedding, but I like, it's not like, it's hard for us to give advice on this because you know, your people, like your friends and you have emotions tied up with people. We do not. So it's easier for us to say like, Oh, literally just like, don't worry about it, Uh but you have to deal with it. So budget cuts it down. And then, yeah, yeah, just, I'm not sure that's actually really good advice at all, but it's what I have to say. That's, I think that's how you narrow it down. But like you're saying, if, if finances aren't an issue and you have to narrow it down because of the venue space, I think that's when you go to your little tiers of friendship And yeah. you just think of like family and friends that are mm-hmm. more important that you want to, you want to know for the next 20 years. Right. And the, the friend that maybe is like kind of just there, you don't need to, you don't need to include them then. Yeah. I no, think. totally. I'm going to read this. There's a few little tidbits of drama. <laughs> this one is hilarious and horrible. My <laughs> aunt called my fiance. <laughs> it's not a positive thing. Um, so, that was so funny. A POS piece of. Oops. And the first thing that I saw that popped up was point of sale, which yeah. is why we like thought of Andrew. We were like, point of sale. Interesting. Um, and said, I, she said, I pray to God that you don't marry him. So her aunt is saying this to her. Mm-hmm. She said, we got engaged six months later. She will not be invited, but the rest of her siblings are. That takes audacity. That's crazy. You're seriously dating somebody. And like, I understand like constructive criticism. Like, yeah. Hey, I don't know if this person is the best for you. I actually hope that everybody has that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to have that. Yeah. But. You need people to hold you accountable, both of, but like. That's oh my not gosh. how you go about it. No. That's not how you do it. I don't think, honestly, I don't think I would invite her either. No, 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 You no, don't want that stress no. of knowing someone isn't on your team at your wedding. Feels like, weird. Oh, Feels so no. weird. Good for you that you were able to be strong and cut that out of the guest list. Bye, honestly, aunt. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. The next one. I was my sister's maid of honor. I could not stop sweating in my dress and sweat down the seam of to the down the seam to the waistline. Like That's hello, our, summer weddings. Oh, Goodbye. Yes. That happens though. It really Especially does. all those trendy, cute, like silky dresses. Those get hot and yeah. you get sweaty. And you don't see that on all the cute photos, but it happens. I don't know. It honestly does. Bring, bring a little shawl, I guess, if it's yeah, hot. Yeah, that's You could, true, like, bring something if you want – if you're insecure about it. Yeah. And cover up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a bride, just please don't pick gray as a wedding color. Yeah. Not for your girls. <laughs> oh, in the summer, like, 
when they're sweaty too. Okay, next we have a couple <laughs> comments about this. Bridesmaids that are B-words. <laughs> they're being a little bees. Oh, it's hard. You know, it's just like it's being on a being on a team, being yeah. in a sorority, being in a church Girls. life group, being, Girls, I mean, man. in any any setting. Yeah. Sometimes there's some drama, some fights, and that's really hard. But I think you gotta you gotta be honest mm-hmm. and you have to come back to hi, this is for our friend. Like I think she's the bride. Oh, you're right. That that would make sense. So yeah, I think she then needs to be like, this is about me. I don't <laughs> guys, I don't care that you're you like her shoes and you wish that you got them. I don't yeah. know. But I think that everyone needs to have a like a kumbaya friendship moment and just like <laughs> text remember. in the group chat. Hey y'all, we need a kumbaya moment. <laughs> Can we just like pause? Put a little, you know, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I was thinking about this. I was thinking about how like usually when somebody's being really difficult, it's mm-hmm. because they have their own suppressed something going on. Yes. Like weddings are super expensive to be in. Yeah. Super expensive. Like I was just telling, I was telling me nowhere near getting married, but I was telling somebody how like in my dream world, my yeah. bachelorette, we would, cause I only want a few bridesmaids probably, but, mm-hmm. um, cause I've seen it go down when you have 12 and it's yeah, so difficult, We know. <laughs> but I was like in my dream world, I would love to like go to like San Francisco for the weekend or like go to Boston or something. So but fun. I'm like, I can't do that to my bridesmaids unless I'm going to pay for it yeah. because being in a wedding is super expensive, mm-hmm. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And so I'm like, if somebody's being difficult, I'm curious if like it's another insecurity coming out. Like maybe mm-hmm. the dress that you put her in, she doesn't feel super confident in, yeah. or maybe she feels like she has expectations that have not been expressed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it should be a prerequisite. If you're going to be part of a wedding, you have to go to therapy for like three sessions <laughs> because <laughs> oh you got to work through that stuff before it comes yeah. up. No, it's always the insecurities and yes. all the emotions of a wedding. Maybe maybe you're jealous. Maybe, oh, that is a big one. Right? Jealous. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If we could all just figure out how to like selflessly celebrate people. It's hard. Like even if they're getting something that you want that you don't have. Like yeah. marriage. It's a big one. <laughs> like it's the main. Honestly. Like. Yeah. It's hard. I know Uh, like. People are, you know, they probably, that's not their intent. Right. But deep down, that could be a root of a lot of the the fights or whatever. You know, I honestly, I feel like I've been so, I, this is what I think about. I, we have couples that vary in age. Like we've had couples that are like 20, 21. And we've also had couples that are like in their thirties or late thirties getting married or whatever. And I always think about it on wedding day. I'm like, it does like as a wedding planner, as an observer, it does not matter how old you are. All that matters is you found the right person. Yes. And like, just because somebody finds their person earlier in life, it doesn't make them a better person. No. It doesn't make them like more desirable or like, it it doesn't say anything in my opinion about you as to when you meet your person, because you can't control that. No. We we talk about this. We do. Because I think a lot of girls our age. Yeah are very in their 20s upset because the comparison right and like kind of what we're going we're talking like people just compare oh I wish I had this I wish I was right. engaged I wish I was having the wedding because it's yeah. so fun but like Claire said yeah we see so many age groups like and ultimately it doesn't yeah. matter because you will find that yeah. person like don't don't put stress on the timeline because no. it will happen but yeah so so easy to say hard to do especially when you're surrounded totally like in the bridal party yeah around all the marriage and happiness and you're like oh you're I want this. It. yeah I want this. yeah but you want it to be right oh yeah like you know like you don't want to just like get into something or like settle in whatever way whatever that means for you but like because you want something and it's just not happening for like it's like I just feel like you gotta don't stress about it so much. No. Like it'll, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And I do feel like if you are a married person listening to this and you have single friends, don't tell them that it'll happen when they least expect it. I think that's so no. annoying and oh. it's not always true. No. It's not always true. 
So that's common. Anyways, I do feel like comparison is a huge, huge thing. Yeah. And like, honestly, this is the way, not that I was planning to say this, but this is the way that I look at it. Your time as a single person is limited Mm -hmm. in theory, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the goal. It's limited. You might have a year left. You might have two years left. You might have five years left. I don't know, but it's limited. Mm -hmm. And this is time in your life. LOL me on a wedding podcast talking about singleness, but this is a time in your life that you will never get back once you, and not that it's like bad to get married or anything like that, but it's, you'll never get back your time as an individual by Mm -hmm. yourself. Once you get married, if you choose to have kids, like everything changes your Mm -hmm. time as a single person to figure yourself out and do what you want and be really selfish is limited. And so I'm like, real, I like, you got to like really take advantage of that time yeah. for what it's worth. Cause you're not going to get it back. No. And again, not a bad thing, but also like, let's just acknowledge it for what it is. Uh-huh. So you can do whatever you can do whatever you want. Anyways, those are anyways, my, those are my opinions. We could do a whole, <laughs> we literally could do a whole another podcast. Oh, on that. Let's talk about this. So Ooh. bridesmaids, emotions, yeah. heated. We, we see that. And the we, last piece we feel of drama. That. Yeah. Let's and the last it. one is my bridesmaid is no longer wanting to be friends because I didn't invite her new boyfriend last minute to my wedding. No, no. If her, there ain't no ring. Yeah. I guess well, actually. I wonder if, I wonder if her new boyfriend last minute, like, I wonder if she got this boyfriend. Yes. It sounds like, right? Last minute. Like, so it wasn't like they were dating when the invite was sent. It sounds like it's a new dude and the wedding is happening and he's yeah. not invited. Yeah. I do get that it's really exciting to go to a wedding with a date. Like, yeah. it's so, so – I'm fun. like, so yeah, fun. I totally get that that makes it better. However, also as a bridesmaid, you're like – Yeah. You're not going to sit with him during the ceremony. I was going to say. It's you might be not so even awkward. sit with him during the reception. <laughs> but – I will be throwing him in. Last minute? No, 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 no. Like, sometimes I feel like the people who have the most – the strongest opinions and do things like that mm-hmm. have never been to a wedding or have never paid mm-hmm. for – clearly have never paid for a wedding themselves. Yeah. Because you can't do – you can't be doing that. No. And I don't know, maybe a situation, maybe the boyfriend is a friend who's already totally. already in the in the squad and yeah, stuff. No and then problem. it's great. And it's like, oh, everyone is excited about that. But it comes back to it's about the bride and the groom. Oh, I just started dating this guy. Our the wedding's in a month. Can he come? Like what? Oh, no. Also, your wedding will be forever mem- Like I'm yeah. like, <sighs> and what if he's there Sis. and then they break up? And then it's like, oh, remember you got that dude to my wedding? No, no, 100%. 100%. It's a whole thing. I feel like there's a whole conversation to be had about plus ones. My (laughs) rule of thumb with a plus one, Mm -hmm. this is what I say, and people have given me slack for it, flack, whatever, is if there's not a ring, not invited, sorry, Mm -hmm. like just not how it's going to work. But somebody, people brought up good stuff. Like what if you're with with them for like, three to five years or whatever, and you have mm-hmm. a house together. I'm like, sure. If you've like yeah. got a mortgage together, like a like, bring your partner. partner. Um, or if the bride and groom know and like your partner. Yeah. But if they're just a rando, like we're talking like one year of dating, it's a rando. A new, mm. the, if you if mm. you even have the word new in front of them, it feels like it's not secure enough it's to bring no from them. me. It's a no for me. No. So yeah. I agree. I think, I think that's where we're going to stop it for today with, the drama, the tea, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I do want to know because it's the month of November. Yes. Okay. We always, you know, Abby's like my co-host right now, but also <laughs> y'all know it's our first rodeo. So I want to know like something that you, a product that you're loving right now. I love talking about mm, these things. A product you're too. loving right now. Um, something you're grateful for because it's November. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's start there. Okay. Mm. So well, that, yeah. you and I love to talk about things that we're loving. We it's need like true. a brand. We really do. <laughs> and we need like a million affiliates. We do because we're we're not faking it. We we're good advocates. <laughs> we are great advocates. And we again, like you're saying, we don't fake it. I literally yeah. I will never say anything that I don't actually love. No. I can't do it. There's no benefit. There's no benefit. No. Okay, okay. Something that I love. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's actually the shoes I'm wearing. I have had yeah. them for a long time, but I feel like I just started 
to break them in. Because mm. I and I, I've told Claire, I'm wearing Bejas. They're Bejas. so fun. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I literally ne- I'm always get it wrong. Well, I only knew that because I whenever I worked, I got Bejas. Them. Bejas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I sold them. I didn't put them on you. But yeah. yeah, I love them They're so cute. much. And for a while I was not wearing them because I didn't want to get them dirty. And I'm oh, kind of love weird. That for you. But I just recently was like, I'm going to wear them. They're in my closet. I need to wear them. And I've been breaking them in and they're so comfy. Oh, good. And I just, I get compliments on them all the time. Not that that matters, but I I think it's a a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Okay. If you walk into the room and somebody's matching, like wearing the same thing, do you Mm -hmm. love it or do you hate it? I love it. I'm like, oh yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, we're friends. Like, oh, cool. You have style. Because I know. I'm, I'm like, I dress myself and I look good. I, I'm like, I obviously am looking nice. You are. We should connect. We should, we be, should friends. be friends. And I'm not like, ooh, they copied me. No, no. I actually just got a pair of those in the mail. They have. Amazing. I've literally been looking at them. This is who I am as a person. Yeah. Poor Abby knows this person. <laughs> I literally hate spending money. So I yeah. looked at them for literally months before I bought them. Yeah. And they just came in the mail. I've worn them a couple times. I know. They're a little bit different than yours. Abby's has like the mesh on the toe yeah. part of it. I don't know what your type is called. The like no style. Idea. Mine is a little bit of a different type. It is just fully leather. Okay. Yeah. So they're cute. Yeah. But yeah, I do love those shoes. Me too. I do love them. We love a good shoe moment, especially going to the winter. Oh. Oh yeah. my gosh. You can pull out all your like sweaters and I everything know. and jackets. I love it. I'm always so underprepared for winter. I literally, Me too. I've lived here my whole life, but I really just feel like my, my head winter is like a blip because it doesn't super exist here. Yeah. But then I'm freezing cold for that blip because yeah. I don't have enough clothes for it. No, I'm like, I'm like you. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to spend money on like something yes. warm for that time. It's only going to be a little bit. But I'm like, oh, I'm suffering. Cold. <laughs> I want. I'm suffering. Should I go buy that jacket? And you, you know should. what? Maybe, maybe this year I won't. But maybe I'll buy it after the cold season when yeah. it's on sale. When it's on sale. And I did that. Oh, did that last year. I know with but, your with your Lulu with my Lulu big jacket. Been on that baby for years, and I never thought it would go on sale. I literally, I it was. It's such a Lulu staple. I don't know why it did. Maybe, and it must sell really good because it's a legend. Yeah, it's a legend. And I You'll bought it. That. Got it on sale. Literally thriving um something what else something you're grateful for um something I'm grateful for is um I'm really grateful uh this is I'm grateful for like the the growth that I've had mm. I feel like this year yeah and, like kind of big year kind of like just I just feel like I wake up with like mm. a grateful heart. I've been super, I've didn't super like just, oh, like just feeling more calm and like not so stressed. Yeah. And I'm I'm grateful for that like change that I've had in my head where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, life is amazing. And just that yeah. attitude, like let's make it a good day. Yeah. Choosing anything. Yeah. I feel like being grateful changes so much. Like choosing yeah. to be content mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Game changer. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank that's, you. And that's amazing. Thank you. Um, Something that I'm loving. Okay. If you follow me on Instagram, you know this, but I got this workout set. Abby's laughing because I literally <laughs> just told her she needs to buy this. I already this. knew. I knew it was coming. Um, This workout set from Girlfriend Collective. It is like this ribbed whatever. It's just like so cute. First of all, I think what I'm loving is workout sets. Yeah. I think like – so. I've talked about this before, but I've been consistently going to bar three, which I just like literally love it so much. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason why I love it so much is because I used to believe that in order to like count a workout, Mm -hmm. it had to be high intensity, Yeah, which I'm like, I can do that. I love spin. I love orange theory. Mm -hmm. Like I love, I don't love running, but (laughs) I can do it. Yeah. But I walk out of like the bar three studio feeling so strong. I was just telling Mm -hmm. Abby, I went to a class recently and like literally within the 15 15 minutes, my legs were shaking and I feel like my strongest self. I feel good in my skin. And I think like really reframing working out as truly just like move your body, moving your body. And Mm -hmm. the, I like had read some research at some point in my life because I used to do that, I guess, where it was like the long-term effects of low impact and high impact, high intensity workouts is the same. 
in long term. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Well, I was playing pickleball the other night with my friends. Right. I need to play pickleball. People keep talking about it. It's I don't even know what it, it is. It was my first time and I was okay, like, I'm not a pickleball it? girl. But then I went out there. It's really fun. Okay. And I, <laughs> and I liked it a lot. And I'll probably play again. But so anyway, I had worked out earlier that yeah. morning. I did a hit workout. I burnt a bunch of calories. That night, someone had their Apple Watch on for a workout, yeah. and they burnt more calories than me <gasps> playing pickleball. Amazing. Which, and I don't really care about that kind of stuff, but I just thought it was interesting. I was like, same thing. You, you yeah. move your body, you get – goodness comes back to you. It yeah, doesn't it does. really matter. And honestly, there's a whole conversation to be had about calories because oh. I don't think this is what you're no. saying. But, like, I think we fixate on calories, especially in the wedding industry. Oh, like so much. Shred for, shred for, shred the, for the wed. Like <laughs> calorie in and calorie out. No. It's not a simple equation because like you take calories in, but what affects how your body like metabolizes and uses, and this is probably not totally like the correct language, mm-hmm. but like your sleep affects yeah. how your body processes your calories, mm-hmm. like how stressed you are affects it. Like you like your hormone balance or imbalance affects it. Like Literally 1 million things affect your genetics. Yeah. Like hugely affect the way your body handles calories and yeah. stuff. And so like calories in and calories out, it, it's, if it was that simple, like, I just feel like as human beings, we would look different and you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, oh yeah. Like body shape wouldn't be a thing. No. And, no so no, no. I, I, yes, I totally agree. I wasn't yeah. meaning like, oh, no, no, no. I'm doing it for the calories. I just meant like, you're making good he point. was like, oh, I just my rings just closed. And I was just like, what? I closed my ring doing something way different. Like, no, that's but it's, so cool. it's, it's a good point where yeah. it's like, anyways, it's such a good point about like working out. You don't have to like kill yourself over yeah. it. And anyways, it's a whole thing. So anyways, yeah. I've been loving workout sets because I've been Girlfriend. loving bar. Mm-hmm. And I actually like, I just feel like in the month of December, we don't have events intentionally because mm-hmm. Your girl needs a break a little bit. Yeah. I love what I do, but mm-hmm. we all need a break sometimes. Yeah. And I just feel like I'm going to live in workout sets forever. Amazing. Like the whole month of December. Like if you see me in anything outside of a sweatsuit and a workout set, just like make sure I'm okay. <laughs> Maybe you need some <laughs> festive ones. I do. Gold, no, 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 no. Silver, shiny. Oh my gosh. I become a new Red person. and green. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, I think workout sets has been something that I've been loving. Mm, what am I grateful for? Wow, I feel so grateful for literally so many things. This year, so I, like, hadn't taken time to think through this year and all that it held. Like, it was mm-hmm. – and I'm also not the type, like – I don't know if I'll ever, like, actually sit down and publicly talk about everything that happened this year. Like, it's all really good, but mm-hmm. it feels very uncomfortable to me to, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I know for, like, business stuff, it's very important to do that, but I just feel like – Anyways, I'm not sure yeah. I'll ever do that. But this year has been like wild, absolutely Crazy. wild. And I, we've allu- I've alluded to that on this podcast, but like not really like dived into it. And I think this year has been – I'm feeling so good the last few weeks, two weeks, because um, I've had a little bit more of a break um, mm-hmm. and actually been able to like sit and like think about this year and all that it held and just mm-hmm. like truly – how insane it is. Like, I feel like my word for this year is surreal. <laughs> that's, Truly. That's a good so one. So surreal. I, McKenna, wow. McKenna Mansfield, and I talk all the time. And I just, it was the word, it was the only way to describe how I felt about this year. Like mm-hmm. absolutely surreal how this year panned out. And I'm really grateful for it. But I spent a lot of the year like and if you listen to earlier podcast episodes, you can hear this, like where I'm just like, there's a lot of newness and a mm-hmm. lot going on. And I just am like learning how to deal with it. But I feel like I'm finally at a place where I've had enough of like a breather mm-hmm. to like actually appreciate it and yeah. be like so grateful for this year. And like, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm like so grateful for you. And yeah. like, it just is like wild to think that like, this year was what it is. And crazy. I'm just so grateful for like the support and people like showing up and being so kind. Like I think for having a platform, I see a lot of people get a lot of hate mm-hmm. and I do get some, but I really don't get very much. And I'm so really amazing. grateful for that. And so I just feel like so grateful for this year and mm-hmm. 
so many things and it's been so surreal i saw one of our bride friends today post that it is her six month anniversary i saw that i was like i was i i was like no no (laughs) way no that actually like freaked me out i was like whoa there's been so much amazing things that have happened same like whoa in the last six months alone yeah eight months i'm like this is insane this year's also flown by which i know everybody's saying that but it really has it has so anyways i'm just grateful for a ridiculous amount of things i'm grateful for so much so it's been such a good year so anyways abby thank you for being here on the podcast thank you it was so fun so fun where can people find you if they want to be your friend because they probably do (laughs) you should be abby's friend she's the kind of friend you used to keep um on instagram yeah at abby a-b-b-e-y get it right people dune d-u-h-n amazing abby dune you can find all the all the tea about abby there okay well i hope you guys have a great week and we will see you next time Bye. bye